0: I noticed that in my conversation about you know dealing with issues and stuff, that energy always comes up. Uh-huh. Managing energy, having enough energy, experiencing a lack of energy. So,
1: yeah, energy, uh, which I'm sure we've talked about before.
0: In some yeah, in some way, shape, or form, some expression of it certainly.
1: And it it's it's connected to our sense of enthusiasm and our sense of attention to things. But sometimes energy is simply stuff like okay. You know, soma is not up to it today.
0: Right, right. So it's a messenger in a way sometimes. Uh huh. And then I was just looking. It comes from Latin and Greek, and basically means at work energy. That derives from words that mean at work huh. or in work, which means okay, something's happening. We're at work here. But yeah, right. When there's something working, it can be a challenge. It can be an ally. It can be a hopeless uphill view. One way or another, it's it's sort of a messenger of telling us how we need to focus, how we need to, where we need to look. Yeah, And as you say, the, the days when it's apparent absence is not that it's really absent, it's simply that the, the message that day is rest, because the energy cycle isn't always in like one direction, which is going, 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 going. It's a catabolic expression of energy, and there's the anabolic side of that, which is the, the rest period. The yin part of the yin-yang cycle. Yeah, I mean, I think
1: it's worthwhile talking about being at rest, mm. as well as, as being at work, you know, energy, being at work. It's equally interesting to look at being at rest and examining what the energy of being at rest is. So
0: I'm kind of like talking in a paradox, but But not really. It may sound like a paradox, which I think has to do with the fact that we're, when we talk about energy or work, we have a fairly embedded kind of construct certainly in western society that we need to be working work 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 we need to work to earn a living that uh, work is sort of a pervasive expectation in our society you meet somebody and you say hi i'm al and meet someone named john hi john what do you do (laughs) (laughs) i mean we may say it's nice to meet you and welcome to the party and We haven't met before, and it's nice to make a new acquaintance. Can I get you a drink from the bar? But sooner or later, it comes around to, what do you do? sort of like we identify ourselves with our work.
1: And um, one of the upshots of that is that there's a devaluation of rest in its genuine form.
0: Ah, yes.
1: Because uh, if you're not working, then you're lazy. Yes. You know, I had somebody say that to me the other day. I'm so lazy, I'm so lazy, and I'm thinking to myself, this person is not at all lazy that they produce and create very interesting things but then if you're not working all the time you know then you're lazy and and it's like the rest side of the cycle the inside in fact that that's that goes right along with um, all of the criticisms about how our society has become so male yang oriented uh-huh. and the inside is devalued and <laughs> maybe it's because I'm a lazy bastard but over the last 10 or 15 years, I've become quite familiar with rest and uh, the kind of, uh, you know, the genuine energy that rest is. It, it, brings, it brings with it something that's not available on the other side.
0: Yes, and it, it supports the other side. It's absolutely essential to the ongoingness of any kind of work is the genuine rest cycle. and well, We can say that in terms of just plain physicality of, you can dig this ditch for an hour, but after an hour of digging, if I'm smart, I'll rest for ten minutes, so as not to exhaust my system. Mm-hmm. Be that, but there's also, in terms of, I, I can, I can reach out, I can, I can stir, I can try this, I can try that, I can try this, but at some point, for the creative possibilities to be increased, you have to relax, you have to, you have to sort of shut down that active side of the equation for a moment and just. Uh, start to use the word listen, but even with listen sometimes we start to get a very overly active sense of the idea of listening. Yeah. But rather a genuine rest where you really let go completely what the object of the work is or the goal or the agenda or whatever. Let go of it completely because it's during that time that the idea and therefore the next thing that needs testing or the next step in the project or the plan can really clearly be perceived. Otherwise, you can go on sort of hitting your head against the wall with the original hypothesis until exhaustion makes you give, stop and give it up. So the, the the real resting period, the real non-working aspect of the energy cycle is just as important to the energy cycle working as the positive, the young side of the energy cycle.
1: Yeah, yeah. I was talking to Alana uh, yesterday, I think, and Shared a story about when I was goodness a long time ago. I was learning how to code in um, BASIC. You know, back in the uh-huh. day, when the when the first uh, personal computers came out, they came with a little disk of um, BASIC. You could uh-huh. learn how to write your own little programs, which I did. And I was trying to create this thing that I wanted to demonstrate. You know, to, I was learning by building something. And... I was running into a knotty problem. How do I get from here to there? And I was banging away at it and looking at the different ways I could do it and trying this and trying that, trying this and trying that. And finally, uh, I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to go and get a cup cup of coffee. And I stood up from the desk and I walked out the door and I headed to the elevators. And I I was no more than 30 meters away when the answer to my problem occurred, came to me. (laughs) And I was saying this to Alana because she was noodling on a problem trying to get something fixed, and she had the same experience where um, she, had, she was like, uh, what was it, um, she, she had writer's block. There was a big project she was working on, and she had writer's block, and she was like, I can't do it, I can't do it. So she turned on one of her favorite podcasts and went into the, one of the other rooms here. And within 10 minutes of listening to this, you know, podcast, all of a sudden she was she she lost completely the sense of having writer's block she was right back into it it's, i mean now this is a kind of specific instance which is like your attention is totally focused on something and it's when you finally let a go your your attention from that thing for even 10 seconds right. and allow something else to come right i think that's like a miniature version of the thing that that you're talking about with you know your energies somatic energies and such and how they need to be both sides
0: yeah, and it's amazing how, how often that happens. Although, you know, we, we, we're, we still, even, even knowing we've had those experiences and, and you think we'd cultivate them as much as we cultivate the plan and the action and the catabolic energy side. But it's, uh, it's tough. It's tough to, for us to trust in that part of the process, the letting go, taking the focus away. Well, that goes back to our conversation on control. Yeah, because you have to let, you have to let go of let go of the control, because what the control does is the control in that instance may have some sort of appeal to your ego, but it also closes the door on what's available beyond your ego. Yeah. So rest.
1: Yeah, and that in a sense rest is allowing yourself to be in a space where you're not controlling anything. Uh uh-huh. I mean, it just strikes me now. It's- you're at rest. You're not in charge. <laughs> you're allowing
0: yourself to be. It's peaceful. In a way, we talked about the word surrender before. Like you just sort of surrender. You stop fighting. and You just surrender. And although we don't necessarily say it to ourselves or in words and that sort of thing, we don't need to. But you surrender to processes that are naturally healing, naturally answering. When you are at rest, you're allowing all of the Remarkable number of aspects of your own consciousness that have a, a healing, a balancing, a holistic grasp of your of your systems, your system at all times.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: When we really rest, we give ourselves over to that, and even then, the, the power of that or the, the significance is proportional to the amount of acceptance we give to that natural part of ourselves, part that doesn't think up agendas. It doesn't uh, have a list with check boxes, but that part of us that any time we turn off the active working part of consciousness, there's that aspect of us that is in its recognition and just knowledge and of the whole, wholeness of us and the situation, that it can think about all the aspects of the situation at one time because it's not thinking about any particular aspect, not any aspect you can name, but that quality in us which just includes all the viewpoints of any situation. And, of course, the nature of mind or the nature of consciousness or whatever being unlimited, that wholeness is limitless. Yeah. And that the quality of rest one of the many aspects of it.
1: Well, one side of it is, I think, it came to me as you were speaking, and it has to do with, because you said something about thinking, and it is thinking in a way that we don't associate with thinking because you're talking about the kind of consciousness that is responsible for how cells regenerate and how oxygen is transferred from one part of your soma to another. And all of these things that are going on, and we don't think about them as thinking, but they are thinking. They're highly organized and really, as you, you said a minute ago, it's this infinite mind. Yeah. Which, which brings me to the great quotation that I'm going to steal from Cosmic Intention Therapy, which is, uh, Thane is quoting David Bohm the physicist, Uh who calculated that in a single centimeter of empty space, there were 10 to the, I can't remember how many, yeah, 10 10 to the 32 ergs. ergs. And he said, if you feel like you don't have enough energy, you're not even using your nothing, right?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And we have all these issues about energy and stuff. Oh, the answer is there. And just contemplating what uh, mathematics is great for this because when you start to apply mathematics to a situation, it's just a, the rigor or the axiomatic nature of so many things mathematical that if you appreciate that and don't run in fear for mathematics or have any sort of distrust of it, but it takes you to places where it may be challenging to your ego, but it is what it is. Hmm. Two plus two equals four. Mm-hmm. And the potential energy in a cubic centimeter of empty space is 10 billion tons of uranium. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs)
1: It's a lot of nothing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's a hell of a lot of nothing. It's available. I'm sure the discussion about energy could go on for a great long time. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, clearly our energy very much tied up in our way of seeing, our way of feeling. And what identity we choose to be, because it is, a, it is a choice. At least after you read some of David Bohm's work or some of the other physicists and stuff, you realize that even smallest atoms represent a huge amount of energy, but they also represent something else, and that is choice. So there are things we can do, We we can do, we can choose to do regarding energy, including rest.
1: Yeah.